0: Hey there, patrons. Welcome to your bonus podcast for episode 308. Hello. <laughs> this is... I feel like putting these little timestamps on these because um, it's just a such an important time. Um, today is November 4th when I'm recording this. Um, it's the day after Election Day 2020. Um, man, I... Well, if, if you're listening to it today, you know, um, it's just this weird, this, man, what a year, right? <laughs> what? It's just a real weird time. I, I uh, this podcast is late. Um, sorry about that. But um, yay, here we are. It's, I was up all night, doom scrolling, um, mail-in ballots were still being counted. It was hard to tell who was going to win, uh, Donald Trump in the middle of the night did this press conference where he talked about things that weren't true and how there was fraud happening but didn't really name any fraud. You all you all know the story. Anyway, so we're in the middle of that. And man, it was... Since we're in our little cluster here, this whole thing is like, literally, I feel traumatized by it. By it. Like, I don't feel like that's an overstatement. It, everything... <laughs> Seeing Trump do his thing and the fact that, oh my God, half of the country, that this, that the race is close, is just such a disappointment. And I shouldn't be surprised by this. Um and, and I'm not, but it's you know when you're like, oh, yeah, this is the, this is the thing. This is it. This is the truth. You know, like you could sort of pretend or like stay in your bubble and you sort of like, oh, you know, but yeah, it's it's terrible. And you just this feeling of like every uh, the the um, the intimidation that's happening with the Trump trains going around the country, these convoys of pickup trucks with flags um, right in my neighborhood. There were there were two guys that were outside of a polling place um, illegally because you can't be. Wait, do they call it electioneering? I think it's called electioneering. You can't be telling people who to vote for in front of a polling place. They have a this big truck with Trump flags hanging off it and uh, someone called them out and then they started with this holy shit, like straight up misogynistic, homophobic, I'm going to put you in the hospital. Do you, uh, I don't even want to repeat a lot of it, but it was like, They went right to uh, hate speech. (laughs) And this is, I I grew up in Texas. I have a lot of fear about that. Like, being a gay man (laughs) who grew up, like, uh, always in fear of being found out and being subjected to violence because of that. Like, that, and like, Donald Trump is the bully. And then he's empowering his followers to do this. And man, it's, it's rough. It's rough to be, I don't even know how to say it. Like to be watching that come back, you know, and watch it like, oh my God, that happened right in Brooklyn. I've moved here to get away from that. And Brooklyn people do that too. Like, And it's watching it and then uh, just so much. Trump supporters uh, acting as if, well, you can't. Uh, what uh, that was a whole nother thing I was in. I don't want to. I don't even. They it's being gaslit in the middle of all of it and having people say, "Well, well, liberals are just what did the I can't even. I'm I'm really fried. I didn't sleep at all. Um, anyway, I didn't. I didn't really mean to go on about all that, but maybe you need to hear that. Uh. You're not alone if you're feeling that way, too. It's really, like, awful. It looks like Joe Biden is leading the polls. Uh, It looks like he's likely to win. Um, But votes are still being counted. And, of course, Donald Trump is contesting the counting of the votes. Can we just be done with this? Can we please? Like, it's a huge uh, emotional abusive relationship with the country and none of us can break up with him because we're trapped and half of the country is pretending that this is really great. Motherfuck. All right. Anyway. Oh, it sounds like my dinner's ready and this will be my time to stop. Uh, Hold on. So, let me get into this interview, which is actually beautiful, and I'm super happy that th- today's the day I'm sharing it with you. Uh, this is some more conversation with Manit Paul Singh. We talked uh, on episode 308, as I mentioned before, about his podcast, um, The, the Sick Influence. And um, we talked a lot about um, uh, a lot of stuff that applies to right now, uh, spirituality-wise, and oh, you'll hear it. Um, but I'm super happy I'm sharing this with you today. Oh, yeah, I I feel kind of relieved, relieved. And I don't know, I don't want to assume any spiritual beliefs or or beliefs or put mine on you, but there are these moments that I remember like, "Oh, all of this is this that the universe is bigger than all of this." And that doesn't change the fact that shit needs to be fixed and it's not okay. Um but the universe is bigger than all of this. And um, well, this is just a speck of time uh, that's happening right now, and it matters, but it is just a speck. We got to fight, but we're just a little blip. So put it in perspective. Keep fighting. Let me know how you're doing. And oh, motherfuck, <laughs> I'm going to be so happy to get to the other side of this. Okay, here's the rest of the interview. Hey, patrons! Welcome to your bonus podcast. Manit Paul Singh is joining me again. Thanks again, Manit Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm really grateful to you for being on the podcast, and especially this bonus podcast for these great subscribers on Patreon. Um, one of the things that that we talked about a little bit um, is that that phrase that I was going gaga about <laughs> uh, the from the scripture about um, about not caring about. Power, salvation, but but love being the most important thing and oneness. Um, and I, uh, my question is sort of like a general one about spirituality in general. And I'm curious about how you approach it um, as as a Sikhi, how like balancing being a human being with you know we're we're fallible. And I, personally speaking, I would love to 100 be every day about connected and loving um, but it doesn't happen that way Um, can you talk about that challenge of um, balancing humanness with spirituality
1: yeah that's a that's definitely a question that all of us I'm sure have (laughs) have, uh, you know figure out Um, I think um, the way I see it is having your faith be kind of the mold that you um, pursue your spirituality in. So for me, like we could all just be spiritual people by meditating and, you know, mindfulness and doing that throughout your daily lives. But each religion has a set of specific things you could be doing to grow yourself in that religion. So in Sakhi, we have um, prayers that we read every morning, every evening, every night. There's a a big emphasis on music. There's a big emphasis on meditation. There's a very set structure to how to live a sick life. Um, And a lot of other faiths, if not every faith, has that kind of structure. And to me, if you want to build your spiritual life, following your, your religion that you already have a connection with and kind of dedicating your life to that and just focusing on being the best version of your faith that you possibly can be, that will automatically increase your spirituality. And it's not a matter of finding a balance between your spiritual life and your human life. What it what it really needs to be is we our spiritual life, our you know, our our central focus of this life should be spiritual and everything else should be molded around that. It's something that I'm working on right now. Like and in Saki we have a, a very hard emphasis on you know rising up early in the morning read your morning prayers meditate um, and then start your day and you know that's not the easiest thing to do waking up like in the middle of the night to do those things um, before you start your work day um, that is a perfect example of how we need to focus on that's that comes first in our schedule like we shouldn't be planning our work around or we shouldn't be we shouldn't be scheduling our spirituality around our work. We should be scheduling our work around our spirituality. So we put priority on that. Um, I feel like I'm rambling right now, but well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. So that's, that's how I see it. And, and through my podcast, that's what I've learned. And I, I, I don't think it's always said in that way because it is kind of harsh because, you know, we, we have our, our egos. We want to, we want to accomplish so much in this life. We, we want to focus on work. We want to, you know, enjoy this life, um, through, you know, materialistic things. But the reality is if you want to be spiritual, you have to, you, you have to make that the essence of your life. And, but to do that, you have to make it the top priority.
0: Mm. It, I, I kind of go back to 12 steps a lot with, with spirituality because that was co- sort of my gateway to like being aware of, um, my own spirituality And that what you were saying reminds me of of my sponsor and sponsors I've had before this one, when I will call and be, you know, going on about something that's troubling me, you know, whatever it is. And especially the guy that I'm working with now, he'll be like, you know, when I I find that when I make sure my spiritual life is in check, everything else seems to fall into place. And I'll be like, well, no, but what do I do about this? And that's the thing, you know, like to make spirituality the center of of what we're doing and and that kind of informs how to handle other things. Did I oversimplify that?
1: No, I think you 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 nailed it right there. and I, I think the thing with spirituality, it's it's really hard to talk about it because it's something that you have to really experience. We can try to describe it. We can try to talk about you know, the the values and the importance of meditation. We could try to talk about the importance of, you know, following your faith. But until you commit yourself and actually experience it yourself, you can't really grasp why it should be the center of your life, why it should be the first thing that you think about every morning and last thing you think about when you go to sleep and the thing you think about all day long. It, unless you experience it and you you have that purpose that you discover within yourself, it's really hard to just say,
0: I'm going to be more spiritual. You you have
1: to experience that spirituality to understand why you have to do it in the first place.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 almost like I forget too. You know, like I've, I'm thinking about my most recent round of being very. Um, uh, uh, oh, I can't. Th- I think of the word every day. I was meditating when when the pandemic started, and I was at home a lot it became really easy to be like, oh yeah, this was something that was really helpful. I'm feeling really stressed out about the world. Let me try to go back to meditating. And I started doing it every single day. And while I'm doing it, I know that the value of it. But when I stop, (laughs) I forget really easily. And it's almost like an entirely separate thing that isn't a part of me anymore. That almost feels a little hard to I don't know if that makes sense. I think it's that thing that it's hard to talk about spirituality. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think it's that goes back to the idea of this. That's
1: why we have to be disciplined with it, right? Unless you have a structure where you're practicing it every single day, it's really easy to just forget about it. And like, oh yeah, that was something I used to do, and then I haven't done it in a while. But if you make it a point, like that's why we have religion, right? Religion, like, it usually has a structure behind it where you're supposed to do something spiritual throughout the day every single day and that's that's that reminder that you keep having
0: mm. ah that's, i love it uh, this is the thing about me that that i would like to <laughs> balance i'm in a moment of like yeah that's it i'm gonna i'm gonna meditate every yeah. single day and i'm gonna be praying morning and night and everything's gonna be great yay i'm gonna do everything now um which maybe doesn't always exactly work for me like uh what do you have do you have experience with that like um uh, ebb and flow with your religious practice
1: yeah i think that's a really good question because it's no matter which faith you practice um it's very overwhelming to just you know jump into it and expect yourself to follow it a hundred percent and i think that should always be the goal and it needs to be something that you you can't just be like i'm gonna do this and like you do it for a week and stop um if you're serious about it um it, it needs to be something that you continuously keep trying for. Even if you do fail, which we all do, there's going to be moments where um, you try and you aren't able to keep it up, and you have to try again. But you can't just stop trying. Um, and what I found that has been working for me is it's it's really hard to just jump into it like right all together. Um, maybe you just pick one thing that you want to start doing. Um, and start very, very, very small. Um, and once you start focusing on that one small thing and just giving yourself the expectation, I'm doing this, whether it's like every morning, I'm going to pray and I want to do that consistently, um, for the next two months. And until I do that, um, I, I'm, I'm not going to worry about everything else. I'm just going to start with this. Um, it's important to start small and work your way up, um, some people can do it all together and win one shot. Um, but reality is it takes time and it's it's okay to start small.
0: Yeah. And those, I think I'm saying this from my own value too. And small steps matter, you know, like I I think part of me, that part of me that wants to like dive in to a spiritual practice or whatever other thing I feel like is the thing I need to do. I, I feel like, well, I can't, if I just pray at night, that's not going to do anything. I got to do the whole thing or it doesn't matter. No, it, it matters. (laughs) Do the small thing
1: matters. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, this conversation, I knew I was going to enjoy talking to you, but I really am getting a lot out of talking to you and we should wrap this part of our conversation up too. But people who are listening, be sure to check out Manit Paul Singh, all the various places you want to say, uh, the, the main places to catch you again, just in case.
1: Yeah, sure. My YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash The other place where I'm relatively pretty active is Instagram, um,
0: at beneathball. Awesome. And those links again, will be at mikeypod.com. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I've really got a lot out of it. And I think I needed to hear some needed to, to get reconnected with my own ideas of spirituality. So you really helped with that. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I learned a lot too.